I want to thank you um, as a church for being a blessing to, to us. Uh, you've blessed us in so many ways, and I am so, so, so appreciative of, uh, of you for being such a loving church. I believe that, uh, that God has a word for us today, and um, let me turn my iPad on here, and let's pray. Father God, we are so grateful today for you being God. Thank you, Lord, for your wonderful Son, Jesus, the ministry of your Holy Spirit. Father, I come now once again in a place of surrender. Father, I've learned a long time ago that I can do nothing without you. So I pray, O oh God, that your anointing would fall fresh on me, that you would empower me for this preaching moment. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. Amen. I want to look at two scriptures uh, one of which is in Hebrews chapter 11, and the other is in Romans chapter 4. And if you will, if you can, uh, if you're able, uh, please stand in honor of the Word of God, Romans, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, and then uh, a few verses in Romans chapter 4. And I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, reads as follows, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now Romans chapter 4 Verses 19 through 21. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. You may be seated. Just for a few moments, I want to speak from the topic, Bible faith. Bible faith. Since January of 2014, we have been studying the topic of faith. It is a characteristic of mine. I am hardwired to stay on a topic for a long time because it gives me a, allows me to get a deeper understanding of what I am trying to understand. I must say that because I have studied faith for six months now, it was a bit challenging to me to prepare today because I essentially have to condense six months of study into about 20 minutes of preaching. So I'm going to give you the abbreviated version. Uh, we have discussed the, the ins and outs of faith, uh, why we have faith, where faith comes from, what faith really is, and why Abraham is known as the father of faith. And you might ask the question, why have we studied faith so long? Well, the main reason is I felt led of God to do that. 
And the second reason, and I want you to consider this, it is because what the Bible says about faith. In Hebrews 11.6, the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Pleasing God is important to me, and I, I want to please God, and you cannot please God without faith. And if you consider faith as a whole, it, it is the fabric of everything we do if you're a believer. Serving in God's church is wonderful, and it is something that all of us should do to some capacity. Whatever your ministry is, uh, whether you're in the front of people or behind the scenes, the foundation of what you're doing should be founded and established in faith. You have to say, I'm doing this because I believe this is what God wants me to do. I'm serving in this capacity because I believe this is where God wants me to serve. I am availing myself to God in this manner because I believe this is God's will for my life. Or I am located in an area or in a region because I believe this is where God wants me to be. I have a, a little story. I, I grew up in the city of New York. Have you ever been in New York? It's a big city. I lived in Manhattan for most of my life, and the Lord sent me down to Unadilla. <laughs> I'm down there by faith. <laughs> so whatever you're doing, whatever your ministry is, whatever the call is on your life, whatever you are inclined to do, whatever your proclivities are, whatever your, your God assignment is, it has to be rooted and grounded in faith. You simply cannot please God unless you are operating in faith. You can sing on the ministry, and, there's a, and I was really blessed this morning. You can sing on the ministry. You can serve as an usher. You can be a leader in children's church. You can teach Bible lessons. Whatever you are doing for the kingdom that has to be dealt with faith. God really smiles when we are operating in faith. He is pleased when we are operating in faith. And the only place that I am aware in the Bible that caused Jesus to be amazed, to, to be literally astonished by someone's actions were actions based upon faith. So there was nothing more pleasing to God than when someone is acting or living in faith. The just shall live by faith. The question comes to mind, why do we have faith? I think it's a very good question. Faith is our Christian foundation. Everything evolves around faith. You cannot be saved without faith. You cannot be redeemed without faith. You cannot be healed without faith. You cannot receive the promises of God without faith. You cannot access the things of God without faith. Faith is the bridge that gives you access to the things of God. You move from the natural into the supernatural realm when you are operating in faith. Say amen to that. I've learned that faith isn't something that is natural. You don't naturally have faith. You don't wake up in the morning and have faith. It isn't natural to have faith. It's natural to have fear. In fact, all, we're taught not to have faith, but to be, be fearful. All the news we hear about all these random killings, all the turmoil, turmoil in various parts of the world, global warming, tsunamis, all these natural disasters, 
We are constantly being bombarded with negative news. And all these things really teach us to fear. So faith isn't natural. Yeah. You don't naturally produce faith. The Bible says it is a gift from God in Ephesians 2.8. Faith is something that God gives you. And I want you to think about that for a second. God loves you so much that he gives you the gift of faith to access the things of God. He gives you what you need in order to receive what he longs to give you. Isn't that wonderful today? We know that faith is a gift of God. But how do we receive faith? The Bible tells us in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Faith cannot come unless it is heard. I like this. As you are hearing the word of God, God is infusing you with faith. Look at faith as the power of God being infused or deposited in you. Faith comes. It comes. Faith is entering your spirit, man, as you are hearing the word of God. Something happens to your inner man as the word of God is being preached. That is why preaching and teaching is so important. The more you are exposed to the word of God, the more you are apt to receive and to exercise your faith. If you need faith for healing, you have to be exposed to the word of God concerning healing. If you need faith to get beyond your insecurities, you have to be exposed to the word of God concerning that. If you need faith to learn to be a better spouse, you have to be exposed to the word of God concerning that. Whatever it is that you need faith for, faith comes, it is received by hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. And with this statement, we can conclude, if you do not hear the word of God, you cannot have faith in God. This is why it is so important that we witness for the Lord. People cannot and they will not be saved unless they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Faith comes by hearing. You cannot believe and you cannot have faith without hearing the word of God. In Acts chapter 10, we read Cornelius, who although he was a devout man, he had not been saved. And Cornelius wasn't saved until he heard the word of God. In Acts 14, we're told the story of the impotent man who received his healing because of what he heard. And this is why it is so important to gauge what you hear. When my children were young and video games weren't out like they are now, but I wouldn't allow them to play, on, uh, play with games but so long. Uh, uh, they had a, a certain time frame in which they could play. See, words are seeds. And whatever you are hearing, that's what you're going to ha have faith in. Whatever you need to have the faith to receive your answer comes from hearing the word of God. Faith, Bible faith, and I like that phrase, Bible faith, because there are, there's something called natural faith. 
And there is something called Bible faith. Bible faith essentially involves two things. Bible faith deals with now, and Bible faith is substance. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The first few words in this verse define what Bible faith is. Now faith. First of all, faith has to do with the now. It is something that you operate now. Faith that doesn't operate in the now is hope. Many people are, are, have operated in hope all their lives thinking it was faith. Faith and hope are different. It is faith what pleases God. It is something that you believe God for now. It is in hope. Hope says that it will occur in the future. Now faith says something that has already occurred. But when the woman with the issue of blood tried to reach Jesus, she had now faith. She knew if she were able to touch the hem of his garment, that she would be made whole then. And when she touched the hem of his garment, Jesus did not say, you'll be better in a few days. He said, your faith has made you whole. Now, faith. So when you are exercising faith, make sure it's faith and not hope. Make sure you are operating in the now of faith and not the future of hope. Hope will prolong what, may, what you may not want to be prolonged. Faith believes, and it is a present tense belief. I want you to listen to Mark eleven twenty four. It says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Whatsoever things ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. This is dealing with the now of faith. And even if you don't see what you believe God for, and the possibility is slim to none, God still requires that you operate in now faith. Although God might require you to wait for something the door, the entrance, or the access to what you believe is still in the now faith. I want you to consider salvation. Faith for salvation is not in the future. It is in the now. If you, play, if you share the plan of salvation with someone, and they say they hope to be saved, they are not dealing with the now. Think about that. Salvation isn't based upon hope. Salvation is based upon now faith. Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Glory. This says when you call on the Lord, you'll be saved now. Hallelujah. It doesn't say you'll be saved in, in the future. It says you're going to be saved right now. I like Romans 10, 9. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The scripture also suggests 
being instantly saved. Now faith. So when you talk to someone about being saved, they are trying to, you, you are trying to get them to be saved now, not later. Yeah. When it comes, there's, there's some members that we have, and this is uh, something that I had to learn. There's some members that we have that have an issue with being f- filled with the Holy Spirit. When it comes to the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the, of the Holy Spirit, the healing from God and answer prayer is the same way. It all pertains to now faith. So Bible faith is present tense, and it will always be present tense. Faith is present. The Word of God will not work for you unless you work it in the present tense. When you, when you are believing God to deliver you from something, you want Him to deliver you right now. Say amen to that. So now faith believes that God has done something now. Not only does faith deal with the now, and I pray that you got that. Not only does faith deal with the now, faith is also the substance. Faith is giving substance to the things hoped for. Faith produces substance. Faith is, or substance is essentially something that is tangible. And what does it mean to give substance to something you hope for? Think about this. If you are believing God and really, and, and really acting like you believe God, that's substance. It is getting the furniture, furniture and storing it before you buy or build a house. Yeah. It is buying the professional clothes before you get the job. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is, buying the, it is buying the best insurance rates before you purchase the car. Amen. You're quiet in here today. It is looking for the home office before you get the business contract. Glory. Faith substance is corresponding actions according to what you believe. So my question is, do you have faith? What is the substance of your faith? Before my wife and I built our house, I lived in River North, and I'll tell you the story. Uh, I lived in River North, and, I, and if you've ever been there, it's a, from the front gate to the back gate, it's about four miles. And I lived near the back gate, and I put my house up for sale, and I, and I'm, I was believing God to move it immediately, you know. And um, as I traveled up and down the, 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 the boulevard, I could see houses selling left and right. And I'm like, God, okay, what's up? <laughs> what's up, God? But let me tell you what we did. Before my wife and I built our house, we had already started purchasing items for the house. Yeah. And four years later, we built our house. But even though God didn't move when I thought he would, we we were still operating in now faith. Amen. Amen. I believe there are many people who, who miss what faith really is. They want to get what they believe God for and then believe they have received it. But actually, it's the other way. 
You have to believe you have your petition and then you get it. A lot of people just hope for God to do something and they stop there. And this is not what faith is. That's hope. And hope will not bring substance. Only faith does. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Faith does not, a hope does not have any substance, but faith gives substance to hope. Hope says, I will get the answer someday. But faith says, I have the answer. Please hear this. And I believe this is for someone in here today. Faith always requires taking risk on your part. Don't be afraid to take risk. Your breakthrough could just could be just beyond your next your next faith risk. Don't allow what's in you to remain dormant. Don't leave this world spiritually pregnant. Believe God and take a faith risk. So what do you believe in God for? If you believe you heard God, take a risk. Because when you consider what faith is, whether it manifests or not, it still pleases God because you're still operating in faith. Amen. Abraham is known as the father of faith. And I love Romans chapter 4 because I believe it contains the, the, the most amazing verse of Scripture there is when it comes to faith. And if you look at it very closely, it, it contains two places or two dispositions that are on the opposite end of the spectrum. You are either the person who staggers as it relates to faith or you're strong in faith. This scripture is important because it shows us Abraham's faith in the promises of God. And I, I want to read it again. Romans 4, 19 through 21. And be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about an hundred years old, yet neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was also able to perform. Abraham was faced with two detrimental situations. His body had passed beyond the years of his ability to procreate, and Sarah's womb was dead. He could not produce life, and Sarah could not hold life. Death plus death equals death. So what he was facing by the world standards was an impossibility. But when I look at Romans chapter 4, I see something very amazing. Although Abraham's situation was grim, the Bible says he considered not his own body, nor his wife's womb. Glory. Glory. He knew his dilemma. He knew what his dilemma was, but he did not allow his dilemma to hurt his faith. Abraham knew what God said and did not stagger at the promises of God. Glory. In other words, he did not waver, he did not doubt, he did not fear, he did not stress out, he did not, he did not hesitate, he never internalized that what God said would never happen. Glory. 
He did not stagger at the promise of God with unbelief, but was strong in faith. Glory. Glory. I look up the word stagger, and it means to falter. It means to careen or, or to step away. Essentially, you're in a place of faith. And because, thank you, Lord. And because you've been waiting for a long time, you're stepping away. You were in a faith place, but now you're stepping away. Hmm. Abraham did not stagger at the promise of God. And this is why the next verse is so important. He did not stagger at the promise of God, but rather he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Yeah, please get this. This is the, the disposition that God wants you as a believer to have. When you understand Scripture, when you get revelation, when God speaks a word to you according to your life and your circumstances, He does not want you to doubt, to stagger, or to waver. He does not want your mind to, to, to roam around. He does not want you to hesitate or even consider that it will not happen. Abraham staggered not at the promise of God, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. God wants you to be strong in faith. And it shows us that when, we, when we're strong in faith, it gives glory to God. What, what are you facing that seems impossible, but you still believe God for God says that gives me glory. When, when there is no plausible way you can do it, but you still believe God for it, it gives him glory. 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 God wants you to be strong in faith. You give glory to God when you don't allow the circumstance to dictate your life. Yeah. Listen to this. Your circumstances are not supposed to control you. Hear that, people of God. God gave you the gift of faith so you can control your circumstances. He wants you to be strong in faith. The word strong comes from the Greek transliteration, endunamo, which means headstrong. God wants you to be headstrong concerning your faith. In other words, you should not allow anyone to talk you out what you believe God for. Amen to that. Yeah. Don't rationalize your way out of God's promises. If you're like me, I, I, when, when it doesn't happen in, in, in a week or a month, I begin to rationalize. Don't rationalize your way out of God's promises. Your situation isn't too far beyond God for, uh, uh, beyond God for his intervention. Listen to this. I like this. Your circumstances will always shout no, but your faith must say yes. Glory. Yeah. Abraham had a faith disposition. It wasn't something that he just did. It was his disposition. He was fully persuaded that what God could, that, that, that God, what God could do and what God had promised. And I am declaring 
blessings and empowerment over you today. Because of your faith, hear me today, there are some things that are going to happen that would not have happened otherwise. Because of your faith, God is going to elevate you. God is going to to bless you. God is going to empower you to, to do something that you didn't think you could do. Because of your faith, God is going to deliver you. He's going to deliver your children. Glory to God. Let me tell you what happened. I have three sons, and praise God for them. And my, 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 my oldest son, and if you have children, you, you, you probably can feel me. My oldest son did everything that his pastor dad told him not to do. To the point, and this is a true story, to, to, to the point, and he was proud, and men tend to be, have this pride thing going on, to the point that he got so low that he was living in a, in a car. We had a room for my son at home, and he was living in a car. And my wife and I prayed in faith. And one Sunday morning, as, as we were praying and, and believing, something broke in the spirit, and my, and my, and my wife screamed. And let me tell you what happened. That same, that, same, that same Sunday, that Sunday night, I got a call from one of my church friends in another church. And they said that, was, they, they said that my son showed up at, the, at their church and went to the altar. I know what I'm talking about, y'all. When you pray in faith, your prayer of faith can save your children. Glory to God. Because of your faith, God is going to deliver your children. Because of your faith, you will weather the storm. You were made to weather the storm. The storm isn't meant to break you. It is meant to prepare you for your breakthrough. Glory to God. Glory to God. Just say that I'm going to weather my storm. Glory. Because of your faith, the destiny of your family will be changed for the better. Amen. If you believe God, give him some praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bible faith, Bible faith, Bible faith, word faith. There are two kinds of faith. Natural faith. That everyone has, whether they're saved or not, and Bible faith. Natural faith deals with your senses, and Bible faith deals with your heart and the Word of God. Natural faith is dealing with your physical senses and understanding, and Bible faith says that you can lay hold to the unseen. Bible faith says what you believe that is according to the Word of God is yours. Glory to God. Amen. Bible faith says, if God's word says it, then it is so. Glory to God. If God promised me, then the promise is mine. Glory to God. If God said I can have it, then I can have it. Glory. Glory. Amen. 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 I imagine there's some who may have been like me. There's, there was a time when I, I robbed Peter to pay Paul, but I actually robbed Peter, James, and John to pay Paul. <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. If you need money, Bible faith gives you the assurances that you have money, 
you're just waiting on the source of the money to manifest. That's what it says. God shall supply all of your need. Amen. This might sound elementary, and please, I, have, I pray that, that I won't offend you. But to have real Bible faith, you have to believe the Word of God is the Word of God. <laughs> Amen. Because God's promises are based upon the Word of God. Amen. So having Bible faith means having faith in God's Word for your life. Bible faith says we know that we have received what the Word of God says because the Word of God says it's ours. When we believe God's Word without seeing manifestation, we are operating in Bible faith. Lord, I believe your Word for my life. And I don't, and I don't see any results, but I still believe you. Amen. I, um, Christ Temple, Sports Town, you are an amazing church. I have never, and you have an, an amazing pastor. Give God praise for Pastor John. You are an amazing church. You have an amazing pastor filled with great people, and the church filled with great people. You have faith in God. John, Pastor John preaches faith. If, if, if there was something that, that I could say to someone, if I knew when, when my time was up and I could share a word with somebody, I would say, have faith in God. Glory. Believe God for crazy stuff. Reach for the stars and go for the gusto. Glory to God. Take faith risk. If and when you don't believe, believe, or, or if and when you don't succeed, believe, believe again. Glory. Don't allow your failure to believe to be the reason you didn't receive. Let me say it again. Don't allow your failure to believe to be the reason you did not succeed. You have to see yourself with the eyes of faith. You have to force yourself to see yourself doing well when you're doing poorly. You have to see yourself doing well. You have to see yourself in the ministry that you believe God wants you to have. You have to see yourself in the new home. Before we uh, built the house, and, and again, we waited four years to sell our house, which is unbelievable. We, we, bought, we, we purchased the, the blueprints, and I, I, blew, I blew them up, and I had them on, on a wall at the church, actually. And I took a picture of my wife and I and pasted them on the blueprints. Say amen, church. Amen. You have to see yourself in your new home. You have to force yourself to see your situation according to the, what the Word of God says. When you do that, you are operating in Bible faith. Bible faith says you have the answer before you get the answer. Amen. It has nothing to do with feelings. Feelings come and go all the time. But Bible faith in God simply says the same thing the Word of God says about you. Bible faith is built on the Word of God. Bible faith says you are confident that you have what God says you can have, and it will manifest at the right time. Amen. I need the musician, please. 
Hear this today. In Luke chapter 22, verse 31, the Lord said, Simon, Simon, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. That's what I'm going to pray for you today. That's my prayer for you today. I don't know if I'm off base with this message. I believe this is what God wanted for you. But I believe that there's somebody who was standing in a place of faith. You were standing there and you had that spiritual zeal that we see. You believe in God. And as time progressed, you moved from that place of faith and you were beginning to stagger. And I believe God is talking to someone in here today. Jesus, he prayed for Simon Peter that your faith would not fail. If you're in here today, that's what I want to pray for. Maybe God sent me here just for you. I don't know. But if God is speaking to you, I'd like you to come to the altar so I can pray for you. But I prayed for thee that thy faith would not fail. Hear God today. Hear him today. Hear God today. I feel the spirit in this house today. I believe God sent me here for, to pray for your faith. I believe that God loved you so much that he'll give me a message for you. But I prayed for thee. Hmm. The Lord said, I prayed for thee. God Almighty. Hmm. I prayed for thee that thy faith would not fail. Before I pray, somebody needs to know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning.
there's somebody in here who's been deeply hurt. God Almighty. And when you were hurt, it seemed like things had gotten worse, like somebody poured salt into your wound. Thank you, Lord. And nobody understands the extent to which you've been hurt. And you're walking, you're, you're trying to lead, but you're bleeding as you're walking. You're leading as you're bleeding. But God sent me here to pray for your faith. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Say hallelujah with me to God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. King of kings and Lord of lords. He cares about you so much. Glory. He says, keep the faith, brother. Keep the faith, sister. The just shall live by faith. Glory to God. In him we live and we move and we have our being. Without him we're nothing. He's here. Can you feel him? Yeah. He's here. He's here. Somebody's being strengthened right now in their faith. Somebody was at a crossroad of decision, and God is stirring you in the right direction. A man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. He'll lead you in the way you should go. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. This is my prayer. This is a prayer that God gave me to, for, you, for you today. Lord, it is you who give us the gift of faith. Faith that gives us access to the things you desire for our lives. I pray now for your people, just like you prayed for Simon Peter. In the name of Jesus, I pray that their faith would not fail. I pray, oh God, that their faith would remain. Lord, I pray that they will not stagger, but they will remain strong in faith, giving glory to you, God. Thank you, God. Because as I pray, someone's life is about to change. Thank you, God. But as I pray, someone's season of testing is about to end and their season of fullness is about to begin. Glory to God. Thank you, God, that we have faith and your word says it will not return void, but it will accomplish what it's sent to do. Thank you, God. Bless them, God. Keep 
them, God. Keep them in faith, God. Hallelujah, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give God some praise in the house today. Give him some praise today. Give him some praise for the gift of faith that you have. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah to God. And if you don't mind, I want two or three people to come and love on these people today. Just come and love on them. Just love on them. Speak words of faith in in their lives. Let's bless them today. Sometimes a hug does wonders for someone. Just love on somebody today. Please, please, please. Bless them, bless them, bless them. Bless them. Just bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Just bless them. He's here right now. Jesus is here right now. And you don't need to wait. And you don't need to beg for his passing out gifts for all to receive.
every need. So sing this with me. So I'll praise him. I will praise, praise his name, his name. So I will praise, praise his name. So I will praise, praise his name one more time. So I will praise, praise His name. Somebody praise Him. Praise the Lord. Let's give God one more hand clap of praise. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. We appreciate that. Amen. How many feel your faith stirred this morning? Amen. Amen. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you and praise you for faith. And God, just not just natural faith, but Bible faith. Faith that has substance, God. Faith that is now. And God, help us to step into that realm. God, if, if, we, if we lack, just like the, uh, the one who went to Jesus uh, to, uh, to have a healing in his family, and, um, and you asked him, you, as long as you have faith, and you asked him if he believed, and he said, Lord, I believed. I believe. Help my unbelief. And so, God, I pray, Lord, that you would help any unbelief we may have and help us to step into that Bible faith. Father, we love you, and we praise you, and we thank you for the changing of your word, that is done, that the changing that has happened in our souls today, and we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 As you leave today, love on somebody. Let them know that uh, they are loved by you and by God, and uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you.